Aging options, how can we help? I'm calling with a question about Medicaid. It's time to know your options and master your future. So I'm looking for some advice, things to consider about retirement community. My life, my plan, my way. He wanted us to roll his 401k in to an IRA, and we wondered if that was wise. LifePoint Law presents Aging Options with elder law attorney and life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. Rajiv has one of the most innovative elder law practices in the country. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. He has significant assets, and I'm just wondering how those assets can be protected. Know your options. There just didn't seem to be a thing that I mentioned that you didn't already know. Aging Options is not a law firm, but Rajiv is a lawyer. You should not reveal things you wish to keep confidential in this public setting. This program offers only general advice. Having your questions answered does not create an attorney-client relationship. Contact your attorney or other professional to discuss your unique needs before taking any action related to the subjects discussed in this program. Now, here is nationally recognized retirement planning authority and host of the national public television program, Master Your Future, Rajiv Nagayich. If I have cancer, if I have dementia, if I have other underlying conditions, should I get it? That seems to be a question that just is percolating in so many people's minds. And you may be getting conflicting advice. Some doctors probably saying, no, you shouldn't get it and it won't help you at all. Or some people saying, no, maybe you should get it. So Kaiser Health News cuts through some of that stuff and gives you the skinny on what is the efficacy of a COVID vaccine when you're dealing with underlying issues like cancer, dementia, or other comorbidities? And finally, the last story we have, I think it's a pretty interesting one. When will you become a senior citizen? When will you become the person that you're hoping to postpone the day for that day to arrive in your life? When do you really become a senior citizen? U.S. News does a good job explaining exploring this this i think interesting topic there's no real good easy answer to it but it's a worthwhile read to take a look at it and 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 you know there are some benefits sometimes some benefits for everything you give up you gain something everything you gain you give up something then this may be one of those stories where if you are a senior citizen yeah there are some benefits to that and and you know it's not all that bad so take a look at that stuff. It's not bad at all, actually, and take a look at that. That's a good story to take a look at. And as always, as we have been doing uh, throughout this year, you have a chance to play along with what year was it when the loaf of bread cost 21 cents, the average price of a new car was 2650 Yeah, you heard that right. The average price of a new car was 26.50 and this was the most popular song of the year was it 1964 65 or 66 play along at 11 o'clock we will or just before 11 o'clock we'll give you the answer and again, no cheating, right? I mean, you can probably go to the Internet and take a look at it, but that would not be any fun. I mean, that's just a cookie-cutter 
answer that you would be getting. That's no fun. Just guess. What year was it? Was it 64, 65, or 66? So that's what's on our agenda for the day. But your agenda should be, if you have any questions about aging, your agenda should be to pick up the phone and dial 1-800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. And, and ask your question. If you have a question, I promise you, you probably are going to do thousands of other listeners a favor because they probably also have the question. Only most of us are shy to pick up the phone and call and ask the question. So do yourself and other people a favor. Pick up the phone. Don't sit passively by. Become an active participant in your life. So with that, let's go to the stories we have online. The first one comes to us from bankrate.com. The checklist you need to make to make sure that you are actually ready for retirement. And, you know, retirement turns out to be one of those things that we take a look at retirement throughout our lives. Somewhere about 35 or 40, I think retirement starts becoming real. About 50, it becomes a little crisp. You know, you get a hazy outline of what retirement is going to look like. By the time you're 60, it's crystal clear. And most of us can't wait for the day that we can go to our boss and say, here are your keys. I'm not coming back to work. Uh, Go find somebody else. But regardless whether we like to go back to work or not, most of us are going to hang in there working for a long time because of any number of reasons. And one of those reasons turns out to be, I'm not sure whether I'm ready to retire or not. So how do you make sure? And Bankrate.com does a good job of basically setting out a, a an article. The headline of this one is, Planning to Retire in 2021. Do these seven things now. And uh, the seven things are review your retirement financial plan. It's amorphous. I don't know what that means. I mean, if, if we knew what that meant, wouldn't we already be doing it? The second sage advice, this is all traditional advice we end up getting, consider how COVID-19 will affect your plans. And this is true. I mean, many of us may have been laid off from work. Many of us may not have been able to contribute as much to our work because maybe in a two-income family is now down to one income and we need to Instead of adding to our, uh, our retirement nest egg, we have been raiding our retirement nest egg. How is that going to all impact your retirement plans? Protect your assets from the market. Yeah, that's again investing is what we are talking about. So think about it. Uh, review your retirement financial plan. We are talking about money. Uh, consider how COVID nineteen affects your financial plans. That's talking about money. Protect your assets from the market. That talks about money. Plan healthcare carefully. And here they're talking about. Uh, how to pick the right health insurance and what kind of premiums will you pay, what kind of costs will you be looking at in retirement, another financial issue. Uh, shift the perspective from savings to spending. I think this is a good thing they talk about. There's few articles and few people in pop culture actually talk about that better way to plan for retirement is not to come up with a goal of how much money you need to retire with, I mean, that's, that's, that's important, but far more important is going to be how much money will you need to be able to navigate retirement without sacrificing your quality of life and having a large enough nest egg built in to be able to weather some unexpected expenses that may come your way. And that's something we don't talk about. The problem with retirement planning when you focus on just the savings part of it is this. Savings means that we are training ourselves not to spend money. Savings, by definition, is not spending money. And we spend a lifetime, and I see this happen, 
people who've done a really responsible job. They have created a nest egg of somewhere between 750000 to $5 million. They know they've done a good job. They've saved money. They've been very successful. And now they are sitting in retirement. And the biggest problem that I see is they're still worried about, do I have enough money? They're still concerned about spending the money. And at what point in time do you start living life? That's the problem that we have when we, when we focus solely on the savings aspect of the whole thing without recognizing that the goal of savings is to be able to have enough money to be able to spend the money so you can live your quality of life. And mind you, by quality of life, one should not ever mistake that to mean quality of life is taking cruises and spending money and buying the latest cars. and up, uh, No, 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 that's not quality of life. Quality of life is what gives you the pleasure. For many of us, it may be having enough finances to be able to help our children along the way, to be able to do things for our grandchildren, pay, help them pay for their education, to be able to, if you're going to donate money upon your death to some charities, maybe able to give some money while you're living and you can see some of this money actually do good in people's lives. That could be quality of life while you're living. But still, we are talking about another financial aspect. Number six, the article says, is reestablish a purpose. Going into retirement without a purpose means retirement becomes very boring for many people or it may become tedious for many people. I mean, you couldn't even imagine if you're still working today, you cannot imagine being tired of retirement, being tired of not having a purpose because today you wake up if you're working, you wake up, you have a purpose, you go to work every day and you you do things and you can't wait to unshackle yourself from the ball and chain of work, of having to answer to a boss, of having to answer to a client, of having to answer to other people who are going to demand that you behave and do things a certain way. You can't wait to be free from all of that. But if you go into retirement without having any purpose in a plan, many people are going to get bored. And the downside of that is much of the dementia issue that is out there in the in the, in the real world, in, uh, in the lives of retirees. Remember, the biggest risk factor of dementia is age, right? You know that. And then you've got a NUN study that is uh, running out there, and many of you have heard me talk about this before. The NUN study is a study that basically is saying that there are people who can have dementia, Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, They can, but, but they're running around as if nothing is wrong with them. And that's what the NUN study was. I mean, nuns had donated their brains. They're going about their life. They're very productive. Everything is fine. When they die, dissect the brain and find out they've got plaques and tangles, the telltale signs of Alzheimer's. Oh, my God. How, I mean, how could it be that people with plaques and tangles could be uh, living such a high-functioning life compared to other people who have plaques and tangles, and they're basically sidelined. And that's where the purpose part comes in. So that's a good part to this little checklist up here. And number seven, stay uh, plan to stay on top of finances in retirement. Again, we're talking about finances. The point of this article really is this. In our culture, we think retirement planning is really about money. And on this show, you hear me every single day remind people that people like Glenn Campbell, Tim Conway, Casey Kasem, millions of dollars have dementia. None of them were able to live their lives out in their own home. None of them were able to say we didn't become a burden on our family and loved ones. 
and none of them could honestly say that we were able to protect all our assets from uncovered medical and long-term care expenses, the single biggest financial threat that we're going to face in retirement. Not because we didn't do the planning, but despite the fact that we did one heck of a lot of planning. That's the story worth looking at. So, we are about to go into a break. I want to remind you, we are playing What Year Was It? Uh, what Year Was It When the Bread Cost 21 Cents? The Average Price of a New Car Was 26.50, And the Most Popular Song of This Year Was... When we come back, we'll be talking about that and many other stories. Hopefully, by then, you will have picked up the phone and given us a call. 800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. When we come back, we'll come to your calls and or continue our discussion about long-distance worrying about aging parents and loved ones. How can you make it easy for yourself? We'll talk about that next on Aging Up. Does someone you love need care in the home? An elderly parent or relative? A spouse dealing with a long-term illness? Maybe a family member facing a disability? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. Whether you need help on a full-time basis or just a few hours a week, our trained and experienced caregivers are matched to meet your needs. We can even help with access to on-call physician support along with in-home care. Why not let our family take care of yours? HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006, or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. HomeWatch Caregivers, let our family take care of yours. It's an uncomfortable fact that by age 85, more than half of us will struggle with some form of dementia. The families dealing with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and other serious conditions will face a financial crisis that traditional retirement planning simply does not address. Learn how to protect your assets and protect your quality of life at a free and groundbreaking life care online class sponsored by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney and retirement planning coach, Rajiv Nagayach. There is no substitute for good planning. It means peace of mind for you and those you love. Join Rajiv Nagayach for an upcoming free, no-obligation online class Saturday, February 27th at 1 p.m. or Tuesday, March 2nd at 6 p.m. Bring your questions and get answers. For information and reservations, call 253-838-3454, 253-838-3454. Join Rajiv for one of these free, no-obligation online classes at LifePointLaw.com. LifePoint Law, located at 31919 6th Avenue South, Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Now, back to Aging Options. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Know your options. Here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options, where we talk all things aging. The phone lines are open, 1-800-465-8770. If you have any questions on aging issues, this is the place to be calling. We will give you answers. If you don't have one, we won't make them up. We'll actually research them and get them back to you. If you don't feel like calling, you can send us an email at radio at agingoptions.com. That's radio at agingoptions.com. 
and we will try and get it on the air. So, we, we before we left uh, for the break, we were talking about the stories about the checklist that you want to have to make sure that you are going to be ready for retirement. And the checklist comes from bankrate.com. And I dare say the reason for that article was the checklist is focused, sadly, just on financial issues for the most part. And as you well know, as we talk about on agingoptions.com all the time or on aging options all the time, is that retirement is multifaceted, right? It's not just about having enough money. Money alone could not be the answer that does everything right. You need to worry about how do you approach healthcare so that you can use it differently? How could you use it differently and better? Use healthcare not to fall ill. But that's a novel idea. I mean, our healthcare system is chock full of advice that if you have a heart attack, stroke, cancer, diabetes, cholesterol, come see us. We got all sorts of answers. How about if you help me not to get heart attack, stroke, cancer, or diabetes, or cholesterol? And there is University of Minnesota research that is out there that shows that if you know how to pick the right medical team, you can lower your risk of dealing with uh, home care and home health, meaning you can reduce your risk of going to a nursing home by as much as 40%. You just need to have the right medical team. Then you take a look at housing. Everyone in America hopes that they want to be able to live out their lives in their own home. Stanford University study actually establishes that about 30% of Americans realize that goal. 70% chances are you will not realize that goal. That's another planning issue we don't talk about. Isn't that a planning issue in retirement? Then there's the financial issue. And finances, when we talk about, you know, we want to do this, that, and the other, yeah, in the end, recognize that the biggest mistake we make is that in the end, the amount of money that we have is going to be less important than the use of the money. And so that's not something we talk about. And then in legal planning, and I'm a lawyer in law school that teaches us how to help prepare legal documents. What are legal documents? Wills, trust, powers of attorney? all the documents you probably already have in place. And you're thinking, well, you know, when I fall ill, my kids, they'll figure it, they'll figure it out. Figure what out? Read your power of attorney. I challenge you. Go read your power of attorney today and pretend that you are the agent named in that document and you had to respond to somebody else's need. You're the agent for somebody else. And that somebody else is in the hospital, and you end up going to the hospital, talking to a nurse. This some other person you 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 have been named as a power of attorney for, they cannot speak for themselves, and the nurse is trying to get an answer out of you. Your loved one is do, doing pretty well. They will be okay, but we need to discharge them, but they shouldn't go back home. Which rehab center do you want to uh, have us send them to? Try and figure out in your power of attorney that if today was the day that that question was asked to your agent, what answer should your agent give? How much guidance does your power of attorney give your child how to answer the question? That's a problem with legal planning. So these are all issues we need to talk about. That's why we say retirement planning is more than just legal planning or health planning or housing planning or financial planning. It's all of the above, all at the same time. And in there, to that end, you know, the second story that we have there, another story coming from Karen.com, is long distance worrying about aging parents and loved ones. And that's a phenomenon that happens on a regular basis. I mean, many of us, we are mobile. We move around uh, the country, and, and we may have parents living somewhere else, and we are living somewhere else. And if that happens, how do you help your parents without either sacrificing your own time, which you may not have the bandwidth to do, or how are you able to make sure that they're safe, they're getting the appropriate care? Because the challenge for you probably is this. 
the last time that you went to your loved one's home, your parents' home, you noticed that they are not as independent as they used to be, but probably the answer you got was, oh, there's nothing wrong with us. We're okay. We're slowing down, but we're still okay. We'll manage on our own. Maybe you, they didn't even tell you that they had slipped and fallen down because telling a family member that I fell down would be just inviting more scrutiny into their life. And, and, and the average uh, child is going to be totally a fish out of water. The average parent is going to hope, hope, mind you, that they're able to live out their lives in their own home without uh, being displaced from their own home. The single biggest fear your parents probably have is that someday you're going to take control over their life and they will no longer be able to live in their own home. That's the single biggest fear that they have. And this article does a good job of identifying, again, uh, a resource that we've always had in our community, but never used in the general sense when we need the help. It is seldom used. It's, it's a resource called a geriatric or a care manager or a uh, care advocate, if you will, a nurse, a social worker, somebody who understands aging issues. And if you are concerned about how do you keep your parents safe, you can employ the services of a care manager. They can actually go to visit with your parents. They can develop a plan of care. They can come up with an idea. Your parents don't want to leave the home. They can lay out for you a plan in stark terms of what it will take for you to allow your parent to be able to age in place. And that, I promise you, is one of those concepts that I bring from India with me because, you know, you, you recognize, many of you have heard me talk about my introduction to elder care or aging in America was my father-in-law. By the time, at, at the time when I came to know my family, I was not working as a lawyer. I was working for an insurance company, and through the insurance company, I met my wife, and then from there, I met my father-in-law, who had done everything right. He had a house paid for, a few hundred thousand dollars in the bank, has Alzheimer's. His wife keeps him at home as long as she can. He starts wandering away from the house, and then my mother-in-law goes to the doctor, and the doctor says, oh, he belongs in some sort of a rehab center or some nursing home. He goes to the nursing home. He's placed there unwittingly, mind you, nobody was happy about the decision, but that's the sage advice we get. He goes to the nursing home. In a few years, all the savings has run out, and now he's put on Medicaid. And that's about the time that I was coming to know this family. And the first time that I went to the nursing home, I walk away asking myself, how does the richest country in the entire world take care of the old people when they can't care for themselves? Why? Because I see the same or very similar phenomena going on in the so-called third world that I come from, where I see all four of my grandparents take their last breath sleeping in the same pillow they've slept on without the worry about being displaced or without the worry about becoming a burden on their loved ones. We can do anything in America except we can't take care of our old people in their own home. And I just totally reject the idea that if there is a desire on the part of somebody to be able to live their life in their own home, that we can come up with some sort of a plan to make that happen. Heck, I, I promise you, majority of the world has got that figured out much better than we have it figured out here. Here, what we have figured out is how do you play, uh, how do you displace people from their own home to some retirement community or some place of care? That's got to be the answer. Why? A good case manager can be a good beginning. Look, stop fighting the fight with your loved one. They don't want to leave the home. You know they're not safe at home. The issue is not going to a place 
where they will be safe. The issue is making, maybe looking at the environment and saying, what will it take to make it safe? Now, it's not always possible that somebody should stay at home. But if somebody has to tell your parents that they should not be living at home, is the best person you telling them? Really? You're the last hope that they have when it comes to this issue, and you're the one who is now ganging up against them and saying, oh, there's no hope, you should be moving somewhere else. Let somebody else, their doctor, their care manager, their financial planner, their lawyer, somebody else be the one bringing that message to them. And you hold their hand and say, I will do whatever it will take to make sure that you have the life that you want without jeopardizing it. And the glue in our society really is this care management system. And, and, and let me give you a visual why this glue actually works. If you think about the hospice program, and many of you have probably dealt with the hospice program, if somebody has less than six months to live, then the hospital probably is going to be asking, if I end up in the hospital, the doctor says, Rajiv, good news, bad news. Good news, you live. Bad news, not more than six months. The next question probably out of the out of the doctor's mouth will be, and how would you like to go spend the last six months of your life in your own home? Of course I would. Who would not? All right, we'll show you how to make that happen. How do you make that happen? We'll send a multidisciplinary medical team headed by a social worker, occupational therapist, physical therapist. Somebody go to Rajiv's house, take a look. What will it take for him to go back home? Oh, he needs a hospital bed, respirator, grab bar, safety equipment. Make it all happen. And don't stop there. Send a nurse. Send a bath aide. Send a counselor. Give everyone a 800 number. How did, we, how did we make this happen? By having a central person in charge of pulling all the pieces together to show how the family could bring their loved one home. That's the missing piece, and that's what a care manager turns out to be. They can take charge of the case. They can listen to you. They can listen to your parents. And they can give you options. They should not be telling you that you shouldn't be taking care of your loved one at home. I mean, there's no reason to think that we can't take care of people at home. Now, it may cost money, and that may be a reason why you may say, no, 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 It's the the, the money that it'll cost is not money that we have. So we may not be able to keep somebody at home, but that should be your decision, not the healthcare system's decision to say that your loved one shouldn't be living at home. And if you're talking about yourself, you should have some provisions that require your children to work with these professionals in your planning so that you don't have to fear that as you grow old, you will have to leave your home and not come back home. Hopefully, you know that there are answers. You can make it a lot easier on yourself by utilizing these types of resources. It's a great story. Go to agingoptions.com. Take a look at the stories. So look, we're coming down to the bottom of the hour. We have to slip out for another break. And, and we're still playing. What year was it? Remember that game? Have you guessed what year was it? If you want to guess and call the uh, call uh, Paul, who's uh, manning the phones, he'll take the call and you can tell him what your guess was, 64, 65, 66. And what year was it? This was the year when the loaf of bread cost 21 cents. The average price of a new car was 26.50. And the most popular song of this year was... All right. 64, 65, 66. We'll be giving you the answer before the show is over at right about 11 o'clock. So we'll give you the answer. And we'll come back after the break, hopefully with your calls. The phone lines are open. 1-800-465-8770. 1-800-465-8770. We'll talk to you right after this break. 
It's an uncomfortable fact that by age 85, more than half of us will struggle with some form of dementia. The families dealing with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and other serious conditions will face a financial crisis that traditional retirement planning simply does not address. Learn how to protect your assets and protect your quality of life at a free and groundbreaking life care online class sponsored by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney and retirement planning coach, Rajiv Nagayat. There is no substitute for good planning. It means peace of mind for you and those you love. Join Rajiv Nagayach for an upcoming free, no-obligation online class Saturday, February 27th at 1 p.m. or Tuesday, March 2nd at 6 p.m. Bring your questions and get answers. For information and reservations, call 253-838-3454, 253-838-3454. Join Rajiv for one of these free, no-obligation online classes at LifePointLaw.com. LifePoint Law, located at 31919 6th Avenue South, Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Now back to Aging Options. My life, my plan, my way. Changing the way America thinks of, plans for, and navigates through retirement. With life planning coach Rajiv Nagayach. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is Elder Law Attorney Rajiv Nagayach. Yes, talking all things aging. If you're aging, which you are, if you're not aging, I want to meet you. Or maybe I don't want to meet you if you're aging. Because it turns out when you stop aging, that's not a good time in our lives, is it? Uh, but if you are aging and if you have questions about retirement, this is the place to call. Phone lines are open, one 800 Join the conversation. Tell us what's in your mind. What are you thinking about when it comes to aging issues? Are you sure that you're confident? Are you 100% confident as you age? You won't have to worry about ending up in institutional care. You have zero worries about becoming a burden on your children. And the money part of it, yeah, it's all taken care of. You won't ever have to worry about whether you have enough money or not. If that's you, you've got it all made. You don't need to worry about calling. Or you can call us and tell us as to what your secret sauce was. I honestly would love to hear from you to see what did you do by way of planning. But if you can't answer yes to all those three questions, if you're not 100% certain, as you grow old, you've got a plan, you'll never end up in institutional care against your wishes. You will never become a burden on your loved ones. And you're confident that you are not going to lose your money to uncovered medical, long-term care, tax expenses, all that. If you cannot answer yes to all those three things, if you're not sure, then you should be picking up the phone and calling. Surely you're doing something. But what could you be doing a little bit differently? And we can kind of point you in the right direction when it comes to that issue. So I think uh, I'm going to go to Paul. Paul, you had a, a caller who called in. Tell us about that. Yes, we did. We heard from uh, Marie in Olympia and her guest. And I'm going to play the song one more time. We're, we're looking for the year that, right, this is the when this song was the most popular, right? That's what we're looking and for. And not only that, but this is the year when the loaf of bread cost 21 cents. The average car, this blows my mind, the average brand new car, brand spanking new car out of the dealership cost 26.50, And That's- this was the song of the year. I couldn't even imagine twenty six fifty for a car. I, my my girlfriend just took her car to the shop, and they were saying just two you know two thousand dollars for repairs alone to that car. <laughs> couldn't couldn't imagine going off uh, off the lot with a brand new car for a little bit more than that. Uh, but Marie, uh, her guess from Olympia was nineteen sixty four. That was her nice. guess. 
So nice. And uh, but she also had a follow up question. Um, she didn't have her things ready to go. That's why I'm asking the question for her. But she wanted to know how to go about setting up an appointment with you so she can go over her plan with you and make sure that she's on the right track. Well, that's a that's great. And by the way, Murray, just hang in there. I'll give you the answer at the eleven o'clock hour. I promise I will give you the answer. And thank you for playing along. Uh, if anyone else has a guess, you want to call and let Paul know. Just dial in one eight hundred four six five eight seven seventy. Tell him your guess, and I will reveal the answer at the eleven o'clock hour. But Murray, to your question, how do you make an appointment? Right. I mean, it's pretty darn simple. You pick up the phone and call two five three eight. 3-8-3-4-5-4. That's 253-838-3454, and somebody up there will make an appointment. Or if you just want to email us at radio at agingoptions.com, radio at agingoptions.com, and just, just say that you want to make an appointment, and somebody will get a hold of you, and you can make an appointment. I think the hardest part of, of getting started on this journey, the hardest part is taking that first step is always taking the first step. And to make that first step easy for you, if you go to agingoptions.com, and I'm going to have you, if you get a, get a moment, go down to that website, agingoptions.com. In the middle, you will have a free learning center. Just just hover over that, and a drop-down will, will, drop list will show up. And there's something called a live webinar that's going to be coming up. You know, before COVID happened, you, you used to hear me talk about for years, I've been talking about, and I've been doing this thing. Traditional planning, I promise you, is a recipe for disaster. I promise, promise, promise you. There is a reason why 70% of people will fail in retirement. Not because they didn't do the planning, because what they did was just not good enough. And for about you know, 16, 17 years, I've been on the radio, and 16, 17 years, I've been traveling, been taking my travel, traveling roadshow, to educate people on about what traditional planning is and how traditional planning fails people. And after COVID happened, we said it, it became even easier for you. You don't even have to jump in the car, go anywhere. You can just go and join an electronic online classroom. It's a one-hour class that you end up taking. You can go down to the live webinar, if you will. That's, that's, that's what it is, is the live webinar. And you've got three days coming up. It's going to be later today, February 6th at 2 o'clock. You can join there, and you can get your answers as, as the program is going on. There will be moderators up there. You can ask your questions and get them answered. That's one way you can do that. Another way you can do that is Thursday, February 11th at 1 o'clock, and then the following Saturday, or actually two Saturdays from today, February 20th, you can, you can join that webinar, if you will. It's a live classroom is what it is. I don't know why we call it webinar. We should be calling it a live classroom. That's literally what it is. I mean, I teach at the UW, or I have taught at UW. I've taught at, taught at Seattle University. I guest lecture in many law schools all over the country on this very topic that, you know, professionals, how we view retirement planning and what advice we give to people about how you should get it ready for retirement planning, oftentimes, or most of the times, I should say, not often, but most of the times, it misses the mark. Financial planners think that having enough money is okay. Lawyers think having legal documents is okay. Doctors think having access to the healthcare system is okay. And realtors and mortgage brokers think that, you know, as long as you're living in your dream home, you're good. They're just pandering to your dream home. They just want to move product, right? They want to move inventory. That's how they make a living. And despite the fact all this work happens, people fail in retirement. That's the one-hour class that I gave you. 
Invest an hour of your time. It's, it's, it's sponsored by LifePoint Law. LifePoint Law is the law firm arm of Aging Options. That's where I work. That's where you have heard Phil George, Scott Schill, uh, Aaron Baker, all the attorneys who are working up there. That's all we do up there. And this is the one-hour class that we offer. You can take. There's no obligation. You just sit there, listen to the whole thing. And I promise you, I will break it down line by line, item by item, what traditional planning looks like, and the problems that traditional planning creates and what you can do to shore up all the gaps and the holes that traditional planning creates. In the end, really, the litmus test of whether you have a good retirement plan or not is a very simple version of, do I have a plan that will allow me not to worry about ending up in institutional care against my wishes, becoming a burden on my loved ones, and having a plan so I don't end up losing money to uncovered long-term care and medical expenses. If you if you have an affirmative to all of those things, then yeah, you've got a good plan. And I, I show you in this class as to why that what you have probably is still lacking in some areas, and then you can make a decision as to what you want to do. So, Marie, you can either call directly, you can email at radio at agingoptions.com, or you can go and just register for today's webinar uh, coming up at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. You can just give it an hour, and I promise you, you will walk away with world-class education, education you don't get anywhere else. There's a reason why PBS, why Public Broadcast, actually picked up the show and said, yeah, we need to showcase it. And it's playing all over the country. It literally is playing all over the country, and I get calls every day from all over the country, and I've had to put a stop to me personally taking the calls. I can't take the number of calls that we end up getting. Why? Because they all want to know why this information is not more readily available in their neck of the woods and who in their area is doing it. We are lucky. I mean, I happen to live in the Seattle area, so we have this education here. It's up to you to take advantage of the whole thing. It's all there. Phone lines are open, 800-465-8770. That's 800-465-8770. If you have a question, give us a call, just as Jess is calling from Edmonds. Jess, yep. welcome to Aging Options. How can we help? Thank you. Uh, first, I'd like to say 1965, when Satisfaction came out. Great guess. Uh, we got two guesses now. Murray guessing 64 just guessing 65, I promise you I'll give the answer at the 11 o'clock hour. I was in a high school rock band, and we did Satisfaction almost every time we played. So, yeah, big Stones fans. But oh, nice. What a great song that is, too. Yeah. <laughs> Pardon? I said, what a great song yeah, that is. Um, that was. That was. And uh, I still listen to, you know, Rolling Stones today quite a bit. And I did buy a brand new car in '71 for I think it was twenty five hundred, <laughs> and it was like uh, wow, yeah, just amazing. Kind of gives away our age, got, doesn't it? But just what's in your mind? What, back. How can I help you? Okay, um, I'm considering how do I determine what's the best um, supplemental Medicare plan available out there? There's so many plans out there, and uh, I get so many pitches, but uh, how, how do you decide which one might fit you best? So this is going to be an example of why I say that my answers are going to be very different than from pop culture answers, what you get from traditional places. 
Traditionally, if That's you were right. saying, you know, what is the best plan, you'll get a lot of hemming and hawing, but most, most likely you will get steered to a Medicare Advantage plan. That's the biggest rage in town. Uh, President Bush actually introduced the privatization of Medicare, which I think was a good thing for him to have done. And it allowed competition, and so you've got all sorts of companies out there selling Medicare Advantage plans. The interesting part about Medicare Advantage is uh, the commissions that are paid to uh, insurance agents are a little bit higher if you get a Medicare Advantage plan compared to if you get a traditional Medicare plan. And the, ins- uh, and the medical providers are paid a slightly higher reimbursement under the Medicare Advantage plan than they get under the traditional Medicare plan, which means that the whole system is designed to help guide you towards Medicare Advantage. Is that the best answer? Probably not. And here's the reason why I say probably not. And it is case by case. So let me just give you a basic study, and then I'll give you my answer. The basic study about Medicare supplement is this. The first thing you should be asking, which, which is never asked by healthcare agents in the healthcare system, the first thing you should be asking is, what's the point of having health insurance? The point of having health insurance, as far as the health industry is concerned, is so that if you have a heart attack, you can go to a hospital. If you need surgery, you can go to a doctor. If you need some medication, you can go to a pharma pharma company, and and your costs will be covered. As far as they're concerned, that's the holy grail. As far as I'm concerned, if the goal is that as I grow old, I don't want to end up in a nursing home, then your goal should be I don't want to fall ill. It's nice to know that if I have cancer, if I have COVID, you will be there to catch me. But how about you help me not have COVID, not have cancer, not have heart attack to begin with? Well, there's very little information you get in the normal circles. But when you take a look at the University of Minnesota research that comes out, they say clearly, if you know how to pick the right medical team, you can lower the risk of going to a nursing home by as much as 40%. And what is the right medical team? Geriatric care. So the first thing that you need to look at when you are looking at your health insurance plan is, you know, you start looking for a plan that will give you access to a large group of board-certified geriatric doctors. You want to have a plan where you, you can go to see any doctor of your choosing at any time without having to stand in line to get your primary care doctor to give you a referral to see somebody else that you can go any part of the country, you will never be out of pocket, you will never be out of network, if you will, and the plan will give you access to health, uh, to, to gym memberships so that you can get some help with, 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 uh, with exercise issues. You have access to nutritionists so you can get some counseling on nutrition because good health is about eat right, exercise, socialize, and have the right people on the medical team. And when you put this combined package together, that's how you should be going to an insurance agent and saying, you know, give me an insurance company that will cover all these things. Ability to see a large group of geriatric doctors. I should be able to see anyone that I want to see. I don't want to wait in line to get a referral. I should never be out of network, and I have access to gym memberships, and I have access to a large enough group of nutritionists that I can work with when it comes to prevention. My focus has to be prevention. As soon as you say that, then you're going to find yourself, either you can go the traditional Medicare route, you can go to the Medicare Advantage route. Traditional Medicare is true, tried, and tested. It is actually managed by the government, and the government basically in traditional Medicare said this to every insurance company, hey, we don't care what you're selling, but whatever product you call it, whatever name you give your product, it must give exactly the same coverage that any of your other competitors are going to give. It takes the mystery out of what is company A going to cover compared to what company B is going to cover. Every company under traditional Medicare must offer the same 
benefits to the public. The only difference between one company and the other company is going to be the price they charge. And you can justify it. And if the people want to pay a higher price for your services because you promise them you'll give better service, maybe that's what they want to do. So in my opinion, a traditional Medicare plan will be the one that will give you the benefits that I'm looking for. I think you should start out by looking at that. The cost will be somewhere between $180 to $220 on a monthly basis for traditional Medigap plan. So you enroll in Medicare, you're going to pay your Medicare Part B premium. And in addition to that, you'll pay about $180 to $220. Somewhere there is a, is a number of a Medigap plan. And the best plan there I would get it would be a plan F as in Frank. No, sorry, plan G as in George. F they don't sell anymore. That's Sunset. You can't even get it. But plan G as in George is the most expensive plan. On the other hand, you can say, no, wait a minute. Why do I want to pay $180? i am very healthy. I'm not going to use... Uh, medical care very often. Maybe once a year I'll go down and get my wellness check because that's what they give and that's free anyway. Then you would probably want to take a look at a Medicare Advantage plan. When you take a look at Medicare Advantage plan, they come in all shades of gray. And my sense is this. A Medicare Advantage plan, you will be making a premium payment. You will not be able to see any doctor of your choosing. You'll be limited to the network they have. If you want to see a specialist, generally speaking, you will need to go to the primary care physician and they will have to give you the okay for you to go see a specialist. And if you go out of town, then you'll be out of network. I mean, that's pretty much a foregone conclusion. What are the benefits? Most Medicare Advantage plans are much better at giving you gym memberships, uh, vision, hearing, uh, dental coverage. They are much better. Traditional Medicare does not give you hardly any vision or dental or hearing coverage. Medicare Advantage plans do. When you look at a Medicare Advantage plan, my recommendation to you would be try and get a zero premium plan. The, the premium in, tradition, in Medicare Advantage ranges from zero premium a month all the way up to $340, $350 a month. What's the difference? The higher the, the price that you pay, the lower your deductibles, lower your co-payments, which you have. With a traditional Medigap plan, by the way, if you get a plan G, you have a one-time annual deductible, but zero co-payments, zero deductibles uh, beyond that, right? So I think you need to take a look at that. And the reason why I say zero premium plan and not go for any premium at all, because every Medicare Advantage plan has a maximum out-of-pocket limit, generally hovers around $7,000 to $8,000, which means that after you've paid seven to $8,000, 100% of the medical costs will be covered by your uh, Medicare Advantage plan. So if you're trying to save money, then go with a Medicare Advantage plan, hopefully only because you're very healthy, you don't use medical uh, care at all. But if you are using medical care and you want to be sure that you have access to the right people, then you probably want to, in my opinion, you will probably want to deal with a traditional Medicare, uh, Medicare plan with a Medigap policy. This is not advice that you're going to get from your local providers, generally speaking. Does that help? That helps a lot. Rajiv, so I really appreciate that. Anytime, Jess. And if you have yeah. any, if you want to email me at radio at agingoptions.com, I can send you a white paper that was written on this topic uh, by Aging Options. I don't think it's on the website, on the new website yet. But if you email me, I'll send you the, the, the paper and I can send you names of two or three insurance agents. You can give that paper to them and say, educate me about Medicare Advantage and traditional Medicare, and then you can make a decision. Okay. So I'll be looking Thank for you, a geriatric. Geriatric Care, Medigap Plan G. 
Thanks. Right, yeah, and you're looking for, for, for a company that has a large enough group, and then it turns out, you know, most companies have a large enough group of board-certified geriatricians on their list. Some have more, some have less. And depending where you're living, uh, you want to do that research you. before you select the plan. Okay. Uh, right. can I get no, I get satisfaction. All right. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Listen, thank it's you so really much, Jess, and age on, as we say, at Aging Options. And that leaves the line open for you to be calling 800-465-8770. We are a little bit over for the break. Why don't we take a break? When we come back, we will give you the answer to what year was it when the loaf of bread was 21 cents? The average price of a car was 2650 And the most popular song of the year was... That's right. Coming up, we'll give you the answer. And we have probably time enough to go ahead and squeeze in one call if you do want to call in. 1-800-465-8770. Back after the break. Safe, independent, living in comfortable surroundings. That's where we all want to be. It's no different for your parents and other elderly relatives, even as they age. How do you make it easier for them to stay in the home they love by bringing the care to them? HomeWatch Caregivers can help. With more than 40 years of experience providing compassionate care, HomeWatch Caregivers is America's oldest and most experienced home care company. We know what to do, we know how to help, and we know how to make care affordable. When you compare the cost and benefits of home care to nursing homes or other institutional settings, you'll be amazed at just how affordable in-home care can be. HomeWatch Caregivers, Western Washington's best home care. HomeWatch Caregivers. Call us today at 253-564-1006 to schedule your free consultation. That's 253-564-1006 or visit us on the web at homewatchcaregivers.com. Call us today at 253-564-1006. HomeWatch Caregivers. Let our family take care of yours. It's an uncomfortable fact that by age 85, more than half of us will struggle with some form of dementia. The families dealing with Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and other serious conditions will face a financial crisis that traditional retirement planning simply does not address. Learn how to protect your assets and protect your quality of life at a free and groundbreaking life care online class sponsored by LifePoint Law and presented by elder law attorney and retirement planning coach Rajiv Nagayat. There is no substitute for good planning. It means peace of mind for you and those you love. Join Rajiv Nagayach for an upcoming free, no-obligation online class Saturday, February 27th at 1 p.m. or Tuesday, March 2nd at 6 p.m. Bring your questions and get answers. For information and reservations, call 253-838-3454, 253-838-3454. Join Rajiv for one of these free, no-obligation online classes at lifepointlaw.com. LifePoint Law, located at 31919 6th Avenue South, Suite A100, Federal Way, Washington, 98003. Now, back to Aging Options. Health, housing, finance, legal, and family. My life, my plan, my way. Know your options. Here is life planning coach Rajiv Nagayich. And welcome back to Aging Options. This is elder law attorney Rajiv Nagayich playing What Year Was It? The year when the loaf of bread cost 21 cents, the average price of a car was 2650 and the most popular song of the year was And we've had a couple of guesses. Murray called and guessed that it was 1964. Jess, who you just heard from, uh, called in and said it was 1965. And the third choice, of course, is 1966. What year was it? 
Drum roll. It was 1965. Congratulations, Jess. You guessed it. You were there singing the song on the, on the, with the band and doing all the stuff you were doing. You guessed it right. In 1965, the average price of a new car was 2650 and the bread cost, the, uh, a loaf of bread cost 21 cents. But it turns out, I mean, the loaf of bread hasn't gone up that much in value, right? I mean, today you can still get some bread for 99 cents in some of the, some, some of the stores, but they can be as, as high as five or six dollars for a loaf of bread also. Hawaii, every time that I take a vacation there, go down to any grocery store. Can't remember getting, finding a loaf of bread for anything less than three, three dollars or three dollars and fifty cents. But that was it, 1965. Bread cost 21 cents, car cost 2,650, and the most popular song, you guessed it was. Yep, that was the year, 1965. So on today's edition of Aging Options, there are a couple of stories that are still out there. You know, if you are thinking about the COVID vaccine issue, uh, but, and I, you hear this, and I read a lot of this, this, this concern that if I have cancer and I'm getting uh, immunotherapy or some other form of therapy, or if I'm dealing with dementia issues, that my loved one is dealing with dementia issues, uh, the immune system may be somewhat compromised anyway, or they have underlying comorbidities, any number of different issues. Uh, Kaiser Health News puts out a great story, and, and they basically debunk, debunk the thing. I think the, the if you go to agingoptions.com, look at the story itself, it does recognize that there are many doctors who are saying that, no, 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 you should not be taking it because if your immune system is so suppressed, it will not be able to make the antibodies necessary to give any protection. But but the story itself basically debunks that and says, that is not quite true. I think, you know, if your immune system is at all res- uh, uh, responding to anything, which it will respond to people even with weakened conditions, then having some protection is better than having no protection at all. I mean, imagine dementia patient, if they had to deal with COVID, how easy will it be? They probably can't communicate with you anyway. Why would you not want to do that? That's a great story. I think, you know, if you're dealing with a a parent, a loved one with morbidities or comorbidities, and the question about COVID vaccine, should I get it, should I not, good story for you to take a look at. And the fun story that we did not talk much about was comes from U.S. News. When will you become a senior citizen? Is it at a certain age? Is it when you become eligible for Social Security or Medicare? Is it when you retire? Is it when you have amassed enough money? Or is it some your family status has changed? You're a grandparent or a great-grandparent? When, when do you become a senior citizen? And, you know, that's one of those stories that I'd much rather not even give an answer to because... It's a fun read, and it's such individualized. When do you think you will become a senior citizen? I would suspect most of us will say, I'll never become a senior citizen. I may retire. That's a different thing. I may reinvent myself in retirement. That may be a different thing. And I certainly would appreciate it. And if you want to shoot me an email with your thoughts about when do you think you will become a senior citizen, when will you look at yourself and say, yes, I have reached, I have arrived at a station called Senior Citizen. Email me. I think that'll make for a fascinating conversation if I get a few of you to call and, and, and actually email at radio at agingoptions.com. That's radio at agingoptions.com, and I can read those answers to you perhaps next week. So an hour has just about flown by. I can't imagine 
how quickly the time goes. I can believe it, how quickly the time goes. This is Super Bowl weekend. Whoever you are betting on, I hope that team wins. Unfortunately, both cannot win, so somebody we know will be uh, not as excited as the other people will be who bet on the right team that wins. No matter who wins, I think it will be a great time. I hope you have a good time watching uh, the Super Bowl. And But more importantly, take time. Look, I mean, your retirement is in your hands. We don't treat it that way. I mean, we go to several professionals. Professionals tell us as to what we need to do. When it comes to retirement planning, we follow the advice, and we know that following traditional advice leads to 70% chance of failure. Change that. You can. I promise you. Go to agingoptions.com and register for one of the live webinars coming up today at 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Thursday, February 11th at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, or Saturday the 20th, that's two weeks from today, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. There's nothing to lose. All you have to do is to invest an hour. That's what your payment is. Investing an hour of your time to become smarter, to understand what traditional planners are not going to tell you and why just having lots of money and focus on money by itself is probably the wrong focus for you to have when it comes to retirement planning. It's easy. We made it easy forever. I mean, there's a reason, like I said, that public broadcast actually picked up the show and the show is playing all over the country, except in Seattle. And if you want the show to air on PBS, call KCTS or call KBTC, call the local uh, public broadcast stations, and you can ask them to play the show. Listen, my time is up. Have a great weekend, and as we say, age on everyone till next week. We'll talk to you then.